1: Kuru, kuru, kuru. The owl was there, his eyes so wide, as he did sit at Mary's side on Christmas day.
2: Good morning, a reading from Matthew chapter one, verses 18 to 25, in which Joseph has a change of heart. When Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, This took place to fulfill what had been spoken by God through the prophet. <laughs> Look! The virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, He found feathers.
3: It was an angel from God? I must find Mary.
2: Joseph did as the angel commanded. He took Mary as his wife and named the baby Jesus. This concludes the reading.
0: Thank you, choir. Thank you, Jerry. So good to have your voices fill this space and fill our ears. Will you pray with me, please? Gracious and loving God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O oh God, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Have you heard about the Happiness Project? It started with writer Gretchen Rubin while she was riding a bus in New York City. And as she looked out the window, she saw a woman struggling with a stroller and a toddler and a cell phone and an umbrella trying to navigate the steps and the streets of Manhattan with bags and schedules and the responsibility for the life of another and all of the stuff that accompanies that. A young mother herself, Reuben saw her own reflection in this woman. That's me, she thought. And she realized that though she didn't know the other woman's story, she did know her own. She was the mother of two healthy young girls, happily married to the love of her life, and living in a comfortable apartment in one of the greatest cities in the world, a city that she loved. And in that moment, she realized that by all accounts, she should be a very happy person. But instead, a more apt phrase to describe her general emotional state might have been vague discontent or midlife malaise. It wasn't that Reuben didn't realize her blessings. When she would wake up at at times at night, she would walk from room to room in her apartment, gazing at her husband and her daughters and their beautiful home life, and recognize how fortunate she was. But she knew she took it for granted. The words of the writer Colette, who wrote... What a wonderful life I've had. I just wish that I'd realized it sooner, (laughs) haunted her. And so in that moment, gazing out the window of the Crosstown bus, she determined to make happiness her project. What are the things and attitudes that lead to happiness? Each month of the year, she explored something that was known to be connected to happiness, friends. Play and recreation, gratitude among them. Reuben then chronicled her quest in the New York Times bestseller of the same name, the Happiness Project. It's an enjoyable read, full of practical wisdom, and I, I recommend it to you, especially as the new year begins, if you're looking for a way to order the next year. And in the chapter where Reuben explores the messages that we tell ourselves that influence our outlook, and our attitudes, she gleans an important piece of wisdom from her sister. What's a message that guides your outlook? Ruben asks her sister. And her sister responds, people succeed in groups. Now, her sister works as a writer in Los Angeles for television and movies, a highly competitive world known more for its backbiting than its hand ups and mutual support. So Reuben was surprised. She asked her sister if others' success didn't make her feel even a little jealous. And she said, well, maybe a bit, but it's great for them. And their success is likely to help me be successful. So Reuben concludes, of course, pure magnanimity would be more admirable But telling yourself that people succeed in groups helps when you might be feeling small-minded. A generous outlook toward others, she concludes, is a key to happiness. Well, In our scripture today from Matthew, we encounter Joseph. He has just learned that Mary, his betrothed, is already pregnant. This is a problem. In that society and at that time, Mary's pregnancy before marriage was considered a disgrace to both her and Joseph. In spite of whatever love or care for Mary that Joseph possessed, the scripture tells us that he had in mind to divorce her quietly. He thought that this quiet divorce would not expose her to public disgrace. I'm not sure what Joseph thought would be Mary's situation once the baby was born. Single mothers at that time were very vulnerable and typically did not fare very well. Perhaps a quiet divorce might have spared Mary some initial negative response, but in the long run, it would do her no favors. So I have to wonder about the small-mindedness of Joseph's own response. Joseph in that moment was deciding it was better for him to go it alone and for Mary also to go her own way. But then the angel of the Lord comes to Joseph in a dream and tells him not to be afraid to take Mary as his wife because as the scripture says, what is conceived is of the Holy Spirit and all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. In this holy message, Joseph is turned from the small mindedness and the impulse to go his own way to move forward as a group with Mary and the baby. Another word for group is family. I wonder if this shift, this decision to be with Mary and the child, gave Joseph happiness. Reuben suggests that it's much more the attitude of the heart and the ability to feel joy for another that makes the adage people succeed in groups true rather than any objective analysis of achievement or success. In shifting his perspective to Mary and the child, Joseph opens his heart to a new kind of happiness, maybe even a new kind of joy. Joseph begins to realize that his well being will be found in the well being of others. The third Sunday of Advent is the Sunday of joy. And though joy and happiness are connected, They are not exactly the same thing. Of this, Archbishop Desmond Tutu has said in the Book of Joy, it's wonderful to discover that what we want is not actually happiness. It is not actually what I would speak of, he says. I would speak of joy. Joy subsumes happiness. And then he goes on to describe joy as a way of being. A spiritual attitude that is connected to both pain and happiness confers well-being and is also communal in its outlook. In his book on happiness and joy, Buddhist scholar and former scientist Matthew Ricard brings out three exalted states of joy. First, rejoicing in someone else's happiness. Which Buddhists call mudita. Second, delight or enchantment, which is described as a shining kind of contentment. And third, spiritual radiance, described as a serene joy born from deep well being and benevolence. To embrace that first state of joy, mudita, one must move outside of oneself. And in taking his focus off himself and putting it on Mary and the child, Joseph opened himself to mudita, a rejoicing in someone else's happiness. The deeper message of the angel in reminding Joseph of the words of the Hebrew prophet then helped him to understand that the beneficiaries of the gift of this child were not just Mary and himself, and the family group that had formed, but all of us. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And the very name, Emmanuel, God with us, we understand that we are made for usness. Much more than succeeding in groups. We are saved in groups. Much more than succeeding in groups, we are saved in groups. God demonstrates this to us by coming to us as one of us, our Emmanuel. What is most important for us to hear today is this, that though it may be true that we succeed in groups, God never asks us to be successful. God asks us to be faithful. And in heeding the words of the angel of the Lord, which told him not to be afraid, but to take Mary home as his wife, to be a family with the child, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. As he heeds these words of God, Joseph is faithful. He went against what might have been the conventional wisdom and expectations of, and followed the voice of God. The angel of the Lord went on to say to Joseph, she will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. When we talk about Jesus as Savior, and we celebrate his coming, we always need to ask the previous question, which is, from what are we being saved? To say simply we are being saved from sin, this simple and undefined word, is not enough to bring us to hallelujahs. But when we understand that sin is separation, separation from the oneness with each other and with God, and we connect that separation to the suffering we feel when we are isolated and disconnected, then... We recognize that we are saved by a God who would come to us as one of us. To live in the presence of a God who not only wills good for us, but is with us as one of us. This is the good news that allows us to rejoice. And in that rejoicing, we can feel happy for the good that happens to others and to us. And in that happiness, we can find contentment, well-being as our gaze turns from inward to outward. The good news for us this morning is that not only did God come to, one of, to us as one of us at Christmas, God continues in our lives through the loving connections that God engenders between each one of us. May that feeling of connection, of contentment, of peace, of rejoicing, and even of happiness compel us to reflect that witness to all who long to be saved from separation, from suffering, from isolation. In that constant reaching out, we are met. In that joining and rejoicing with others, we are found. In receiving the gift of God with us, We are saved. The enduring result, my dear friends, is joy. May it be so. Amen. Backslash connect. Have a great week.
4: start again start again wander through the dark? Does it wait for the dawn? Wish on a star? Does it stray? Your spirit has-